Jody Vance in for Jill Bennett. And as if life isn't stressful enough, some condo owners in our province are stuck in limbo when it comes to strata insurance. And according to the BC Financial Services Authority, the regulator responsible uh, for safeguarding confidence and stability in BC is out with their first data-driven report on this nightmare for condo owners. So let's get the facts and try and unpack it in the least possible complicated form this report is a heady one. What are the next steps? Well, let's ask Frank Chong, the Vice President, Deputy Superintendent Regulations for BC Financial Services, joins us on the line. Mr. Chong, thank you for doing this. Hi, good afternoon. This is certainly a conversation that we have talked about in great length here on CKNW, trying to figure out this crisis for condo owners, the strata insurance crisis that is happening. Some, as Mike Smith was uh, talking about on his show earlier, some getting uh, 300% increases in their premiums. And now the BC Financial Services Authority has come out with this data-driven um, uh, look into what's causing this. So can you give us a, a bit of an overview of what you found? Sure. So uh, back in February, we launched an in-depth uh, data collection from insurance brokers and from insurance companies. And since that time, we've been working uh, to to process this information, and we've been able to gather this information and prepare it and present it in our interim findings uh, back to the Minister of Finance and Minister of Housing. Uh, what we found were three key areas. First is that average strata insurance premiums increased by about 40% for the province and 50% for the Metro Vancouver region based on the debt data that we collected back in February 2020. Uh, we also found that the deductibles also increased up to double and triple digits. Um, wow. Most importantly, w one of the things that we've also identified is that there is no immediate sign of price relief. Prices have not yet stabilized and that further pressures are expected to continue over the midterm. Uh, we've concluded that the current state of the strata insurance market is, is unhealthy. So, how do we dig ourselves out of this issue? What do we need to find? Is it the gaps that, because in, in reading your report, finding that one of the biggest culprits are the new buildings, the less than five-year-old buildings and sort of the gaps in the home warranty. So so the claims are, instead of being covered by the, the homeowner, are falling to the strata, which is rendering the, the, the strata all but bankrupt. And then in insurance on top of that being difficult to cover, especially with the, the size and cost associated with these new builds. Is it, is it part environment and part a, a loophole situation that we're seeing here? Sure, yeah. Maybe perhaps what I could do is describe a little bit about the underlying causes. And, and, and I think for your listeners, what's important here is that this is a very complex matter. The first element is that the minor claims have really made strata insurance unprofitable for the private insurance sector. There's evidence that points to insurance claims from the newer builds. Uh, and as well as the older uh, buildings with the lack of maintenance. Uh, and so there's a big uh, sh uh, increase in the frequency of these minor claims, mostly water-related claims, and it's really made this particular product line uh, unprofitable. The second component is really uh, the fundamentals of supply, and really what's driving that is really earthquake risk exposure as well as uh, the huge demand due to the new buildings, and which is really, uh, really putting a lot of pressure on insurance companies uh, in be able to meet this demand moving forward here. And then third one is what we refer to as um, best terms pricing. And, and there is a, a certain pricing method out there that can lead to higher premiums for uh, certain properties. And that's something that we want to certainly explore further with the industry. 
Can you give us a, an example of what of how best terms pricing works with regard to insurance companies? Yeah, sure. So um, no one insurance company can really uh, insure a significant um, uh, condo complex. And so what happens is that there might be multiple insurance companies that are bidding on that same coverage uh, for that same property. And so the premium paid by that strata is really determined by the higher bids, even if the average bids are considerably uh, less. And so the final terms is really available within that group of insurers that are bidding. What we know about this particular method is that it ensures that there are same terms that apply to all involved in the contract. But when you have many insurers um, involved in the contract, you need to be able to standardize the terms. What's interesting about this is that besides standardizing terms, it also standardizes the prices. So in a healthy market, it can actually... Uh, bring the prices downward. But in an unhealthy market, it can actually lead to increasing impact on, on the price. And that's really causing us uh, a bit of pause. And we, we want to have further conversations with the industry uh, because in some cases and some of the evidence that we have uh, is causing some premiums to increase. Um, and it is important to recognize that this is not the sole cause for the widespread increases, but it is one factor uh, in, in the increases. Fascinating to have actually the data-driven research done here. We're with Frank Chong, who's the Vice President, Deputy Superintendent Regulation for BC Financial Services Authority. And uh, it obviously ours is the unhealthy market uh, on so many levels, as you say, and there's no quick fix to this. But how do we start moving towards or what what recommendations come into play for the incredibly overwhelmed and frustrated condo owner whose strata cannot be insured i mean we we talk about it quite often here on the program you you can't get have get a mortgage without having insurance like there it's it's not an optional thing to have so when you when you can't get it or you you see your premiums at 300 percent if there's no quick fix where's the relief here yeah, so we, certainly at BC, I have to say we recognize the financial pressure this is having on households. Mm-hmm. And there's a very practical um, uh, impact to many throughout this province who own uh, stratas or even our, our renters as well, too. And so what we want to do is we need to be able to better understand this very complex issue um, and recognizing that every market participant, whether or not you're an insurer, you're a broker, strata property manager, strata owner, uh, and so forth, uh, you will have some sort of role. And so our uh, objective is to release this interim findings uh, to government and to the public. Uh, we intend to meet with stakeholders over the next couple of months and to gain their uh, input on our interim findings and then present back our final report in the fall. We believe that this is an important aspect to understanding the full scope of this very complex issue and that, mm-hmm. uh, that not only uh, will it be government but also others in the industry will have a role to play to be able to bring this market back into a healthy state. So if I'm hearing you correctly, we need to fully understand what the problem is before we can even go about fixing it. Absolutely. We have to get the full picture, get it uh, to an accurate um, assessment of what this uh, issue uh, looks like, uh, and that ensure that we have the right people uh, to be able to contribute to the, the, the fix. And the BC FSA is clearly on this program. Thank you so much for taking some time to explain, as mentioned, a very 
complex and many moving parts issue here in uh, Metro Vancouver specifically. We really appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you. Thank you. That's Frank Chong, the the VP of Deputy or Deputy Superintendent of Regulation BC FSA. Uh, coming up on the other side of a quick pause here.